Thanks for listening to The Last Days Podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. Absolutely. That there's going to be new things, fresh, we are talking about fresh flow, even that bursts forth from my life. Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at like the freshest, purest, cleanest water, it comes from great depths. It comes from great heights, whether it's like the, the, the top of a mountain, it's this underground spring or whatever that, that is purified through, through the rock and through, you know, just crazy things that it's not, it's not this stuff that's just like, you know, sitting there floating on, on Swap. top of the land. Yeah. <laughs> in, in some little field. Oh yeah. It's so easy to get to. No, 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 no. You have to understand that, that actually the things that you desire on the inside of you that are put there, they're godly desires. Mm-hmm. We talked about this even amongst ourselves this morning or whatever. The great, the great things that, that are, are on the inside of you, that they're, the potential is all, all there. The, um, the desire to do great things for God, that's actually a godly desire. It shouldn't be as a Christian that we just are content to just... It's not going to be easy, though. Right. It's not easy at all. But we shouldn't be content to just kind of like have this normal, nominal life to like survive. Mm -mm. We're actually put here to thrive and to bring others alongside with us, to go to great heights, to accomplish impossible things for the kingdom of God. Not, Not obviously with the wrong motives, but God puts those things on the inside of you, but they don't happen by just doing the same thing over and over again, just doing the same things that the average Christian does or the average minister even does, Mm-mm. the average business person does. You have to allow yourself to be stretched. Absolutely. And it's got to, it's going to come through some tough times. Very and tough. Some, some introspective times where you go like, what's in my heart? Why is this offending me? Right. Why am I getting bothered by this? What's, what, what do I need to change those? What you need to ask? Right. And, and Holy Ghost with your fire come in and burn, burn in me. me. Yeah. Because that fire purifies all the motives. It, it, you, you know, you have insecurity that get revealed, it, it'll burn that stuff out. Mm-hmm. Everything that you submit to the Lord, to Lord, I don't want this. Lord, please forgive me. I didn't even realize this was here. Lord, burn with your holy fire. He will do that. And it's all necessary for you to go to the next level. Absolutely. A lot of times people get offended about something and over, you know, how they've been spoken to or what was expected of them or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. And and if they get offended, they'll go to somebody else who is actually weaker than them, who is doing nothing, mm-hmm. and they'll complain to them. Right. And then that person will affirm, oh, you know what? This is, you know, this you is too tough for you. You were treated bad. Yeah. That and, shouldn't have happened. Yeah. They should have said it that and, way. And they'll affirm, they'll affirm that in your mind. Right. Because your mind is what's gotten offended and mm-hmm. not your not your spirit. It's not the call of God that's gotten offended. It, it's nothing that God has put in there. But but because God says, you know, I'll, I'll bring it forth, you know, out of in, in the desert, I'll bring forth a, yes. a rivers in the desert. Yes. And a, a path where there isn't one. An oasis but, will spring forth. Yeah. But 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 you you talk with weak people and they tell you, oh, you're you're probably not ready for they're putting too much on you. You're not ready for all of that. No, I, you know, we'll we'll people get around us. We'll stretch you, for sure, and we'll we'll push you. But we're and being stretched at the same time. Hundred percent. We don't expect anything of anybody else that we're not we're not laying down our life in the same way. Absolutely, absolutely. 
And, you know, somebody else that had told me back, back many months ago, you know, we, hey, we're, we think we're going to move there. I said, listen, I said, you come here, I'm going to stretch you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're not going to keep doing what you're doing right now. And so I just want to warn you. And then I didn't hear anything about them coming. And so, but because I'm, I'm not like, you know, you don't, don't come here. Don't come, listen to me. Don't come to the river of Tri-Cities and retire. This is not a place of retirement. It's a place of refirement. Hallelujah. Okay. And so people will say, oh, you're not ready. This is too much for that and everything like that. Then people will say, well, you're just in a prophetic transitional season. So don't do anything. And, um, you know, and, and you're, you're, I'm going to tell you something. You're always in transition. Things are always changing. That's called life. All right. It, this is this is the way we live. You don't stop just because there's change and just, right. oh, there's more required of you. You better calm down. You better just, well, let, let's just see here now whether you're going to stick with it because because changes are are happening. Because you like it. Change is always going to happen. Right. It's right. for, there's forever changes. You, you know, you just keep on going, you know, here we go. Unless God said to absolutely stop. And then he's going to tell you, this is the direction you go in. He always has a way. He doesn't right. have these times where you don't do anything for God. Right. Okay. If you don't, if you don't make the changes that need to be made for you to keep going forward, then five, five years from now, you'll still be in that prophetic transitional season. <laughs> that turned out to be pathetic. And nothing, nothing, nothing. You know, sometimes transitions can be rough. Oh, for sure. Okay. But if you know you've heard from God, you just you just like, woo, hallelujah. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna believe God. I'm gonna watch him move and and everything is going to be fine. Right. Right. Because change change is here to stay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> change is here to stay. It's a, there's always going to be changes. There'll be changes in the ministry. There'll be changes in your church. There'll be changes in your life. There'll be changes with your body. Right. Amen. <laughs> You're not always going to stay young and beautiful as you are right now. You'll get more beautifuler as you get older. No, but the thing is, is that, you know, you, you have to just know as I go along with God, there's going to be things that that take place that, you know, I have to, I have to continually deal in my heart with. Right. And, and sometimes you'll, you'll say to yourself, I don't think, I, I don't think I'm ready for this. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and so, and, and I, I deal with that all the time. I'm like, God, you gotta be kidding me. Well, but, what it, you, but it's really, it, it's actually an awesome thing though, because you come to the end of yourself and until you 100%. come to that point, to the end of yourself and just be like, okay, once again, I just lay myself on the altar. I realize, Lord, I, I'm actually nothing. And until you get to that point where you fully realize that and recognize that, and honestly, that you get the revelation, the, 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 the three things that, you know, it's not about me. It's never been about me. And you know what? It never it will be. be about me. And so until you realize that, that it's actually all about him and that I give everything to him because I was put here on earth with his purpose to glorify him Mm -hmm. and to do what he created me to do. And so when you have that type that you finally reach that type of surrender and you're going to do that over and over and over again. So when you have, because you kind of come like you grow and you see fruit coming forth from your life and you're like, man, this is awesome. This is like an in season time. You know, Paul told Timothy be instant in season and out of season instant. Instant. I mean, so that, boom, yeah, right then. That you're it. on it. You've got the word of God. You do it. I've got to pray about it. And <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm finding out what God's got for me. And maybe sometime within this year, God will reveal to me. No, you I'm just, this is what God's right. doing. Let's go now, 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 get yeah, on your feet. Not, let's run. 
and so you have in-season times when it's like, it's easy and there's, you feel like, man, everything is just going my way. Everything's producing fruit. This is so awesome. And thank God for those times. You have other times when you're stretching and when you're growing in those easier times you're not actually growing. So we're, you know, thank God for those, but understand that you're going to have times when it feels like you're out of season. Okay. Sure. That's not when you back off. That's actually when you have to purpose in put your heart. I effort. have to put forth more effort. I have to give more. I have to sow more. I've got a purpose to, to do more, all of those kind of things. Why? Because I'm breaking through to another level. Breakthrough times are not easy times. That's why Paul had to tell Timothy, no, you're going to be instant. You're going to be on it, whether you feel like it's in season, whether it is in season or not, or whether it's out of season, doesn't even matter. You're going to bust through. And so when we come to the end of ourselves, when we, when we just realize like, Lord, it, it it's not about me. So actually, actually my feelings don't matter. That's like a great revelation to a lot of people. Amen. Because they're all wrapped up in the way that they feel. And I can say this, I battled that myself. And I just had to realize how I had to begin to take authority over the things that would actually influence even my, my feelings and put those in subjection to the spirit. Your spirit is to reign. Yes. Not your soul. And your soul is, uh, that's what. Your soul it, is a servant. Right. And it is, it involves your, your feelings and, and, and all of those kind of things, but you've got to make it actually be subject to the spirit of God on the inside of you. And then you, then you break, you break through and you, but to think that you're not going to have things and, and whatever it, whatever it takes for you to bust through. And especially if you've said, and hopefully you've prayed these prayers, but we regularly pray these prayers like, Lord, do in me, whatever you want to do. Well, then when he starts doing it, then, then you get offended and you blame, you know, so-and-so in your life and, and you blame, you know, the devil and all this kind of, no, actually, actually the Lord is just using whatever it takes around you to take you to the next level because Absolutely. you're the one who prayed, Lord, doing me whatever you desire to do. And I need to go to a new level. So you have to learn to recognize these things because the devil wants to keep you where you're at. Understand that. Oh so God. he's going to try to use whatever it takes. He's going to push the button. Well, you know, they expect too much of me. He's going to blame other people, right? He's going to try to get you offended to back off. That's mm -hmm. always his strategy to cut you off. So he'll try to get you out of church. Why? Because that's where there's the corporate anointing. That's where the power of God is moving and all of those kind of stuff. Now, do you have to, do you have to be in church to feel the power of God? Absolutely not. No, you mm. need to feel it in the shower and at home and in your prayer closet and when you're cooking dinner and everything else uh, and riding in the car. Of course, of course, but there's something different about the corporate anointing, but the the devil's strategy is always divide and conquer. So he's going to try to get you offended from wherever the power source is to get you to back off. Mm -hmm. So, and, and get you to, you know, draw you off by yourself. So then you're just, you know, floundering and, you know, blaming everybody else and every other situation and, you mm -hmm. know, in life. Absolutely. But it's going to, it's going to come through. Uh, there's going to be testing and there's going to be trying to find out what is really in your heart. Remember, yes. he'll give you the desires of your heart, but those things are going to be tested and tried. And everything that is of God will stand the test, okay? Things that you've committed to God. A lot of times people say, well, you know what? I'm called into ministry or I, I believe God wants to use me in this way or in, in, in this business. I want to tell you, everything is going to be tested. 
Yes. And whether you will, he that endures to the end will be saved. Right. But sometimes people just, they just wilt under pressure. They wilt under heat. Right. It's like, oh, I can't handle this. This is, this is not, this is too much. And, you know, and, and you'll, you'll find, you'll find people that, that they'll press through no matter what. And they will, they will just say, no, this is, this is what God says. And, and, and you know, hey, they've, they've settled this in their heart. Right. They've determined within their heart, I'm taking ground. I'm continually mm-hmm. going forward because right. God isn't a backwards God. He doesn't Not He doesn't send you Never. backwards. Or just staying still. Either no, either. huh? You're always progressing in the things of God. You're not taking a little, uh, a little jaunt off to the side. Again, it's the prophetic transitional season. And so this is time for you to just do nothing. And uh, no, no, no. God's going to be, always be bringing you into greater things. Right. I don't, I don't have a problem with a vacation. Oh yeah, you okay. need to have a vacation. Like and, do an and, awesome one. Yeah, and 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 you know, having time uh, a, a day off. Um, yeah, I, yeah, not absolutely. Not a problem with We're, that. I'm not saying that you have to be working 24 seven. No, not and, at all. You know, and 52 weeks out of the year, you you don't get any any type of a break or anything like that. I'm not no, not talking about not that. Healthy. I'm but I'm talking about constantly being fruitful and allowing God to take you from from glory to glory. Yes, and and seeing the his is the manifestation of his. Uh, power through you and the manifestation of his desires through you. Right. And, and continuing on and not allowing any type of, of what we would consider this is too much to take us out right. or to, to um, cause us to just be pushed to the side. Um, right. You did, you did run so well. Paul was speaking mm-hmm. in Galatians. Who did hinder you? From obeying the truth, right. and and so and then it goes on to talk about he that hinders you, talking about uh, about Satan, because because people can give into, um, they can give into attacks where mm-hmm. they get and 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 Satan is the accuser of the brethren, mm-hmm. and right. so whenever you begin to point the finger and begin to accuse, and the, the other thing right. out of Isaiah chapter fifty eight, put away the pointing of the finger and everything <laughs> like that, um, as you're you know. This is why your fasting and prayer doesn't work. You don't. You're not going to hear anything from God if you are saying, you know, it's this person's fault that I'm I'm here or I'm not. I don't have this or you know this was da 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 whatever it is. And so you have to understand, Satan is the accuser of the brethren. Where there's accusations coming out of your mouth that are that are untrue, that are unsubstantiated. Um, the the things that that you, we start accusing that is you're being used by Satan. Okay, that is demonic in its nature. And so whenever you participate with that, you cannot go forward in the things of God. You will sideline yourself. You will sideline yourself. Say, well, you know, we, you know, we used to be able to do this, but this person here, you know, they, they dropped the ball. So there's nothing we can do now. Well, baloney, God's always got a plan. I found that God always has a plan, even if it, even if something, you know, this goes wrong, that goes wrong. You, you're going to find out things go wrong in life. Right. Not everything right. is perfect. Right. You'll have days, whether you're a Christian or non-Christian, that your car might break down. Okay. That you might get a hole in the sole of your shoe. Mm-hmm. That you might have a bad hair day. Happens to the righteous also. <laughs> I've seen some of those. And so, you know, and so not everything is perfect. You just deal with it. And that doesn't, that doesn't detract from who you are or your calling. You just keep on going. You just say, Hey, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, uh, 
accomplish the plan of God. I'm not going to take a back seat. I'm not going to back off. I'm not going to get offended and, and, and draw back. You know, he that puts his hand to the plow and takes it off, the Bible says you're not even worthy of the kingdom of God. Right. And so you've got to, wow. you've got to take these verses of, of scripture into consideration very deeply when you think I'm going to back off. No. Did you call yourself into the ministry? Do you think you're allowed actually to just sit back and say, well, I, I just quit. Uh, you know, in my mind, I've quit ministry many times, yeah. like thousands of times, many days, right. sometimes days right. in a row. I, I quit right. today. And then, and then the Holy Spirit says, you can't quit. You know, you're, you're bought with a price. Glorify God. And, and so it's like, okay, all right, you know, and I, I got to straighten myself out. I got to mm-hmm. have, you know, mm-hmm. a, a come to Jesus meeting with myself. Yeah, we, we each have to do that. Amen. And you're just like, wow, you know, I don't, I don't feel like, well, some days you don't feel like it. Right. I agree. Some days I don't feel like it either. Some days I don't feel anointed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so or, what, saved. What's that, or saved even sometimes. Sometimes you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, this is whatever. You know, I don't feel the presence of God. I, I, I feel my pillow and my blanket and, you know, I'm just going to stay here. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, you can't do that. You've got to keep going forward and, and you have to, you have to understand, okay, this is what is expected of me. As, as a child of God, as a Christian, I'm going to serve God. These are the things that are, that are on my plate, the things that I have to accomplish in doing the work of God. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And a lot of times we just want to, I just want to do the spiritual things. Well, you know, there's, there's actually manual work. There's actually things that have to be done. <laughs> and, and so you've got you've to get stuff done. Right. Well, you know what? All I'm supposed to do is just stand up in front of people and preach. Well, it ain't going to work that way, okay? And you're not, you're not going to go anywhere because there, there's stuff that has to happen. Right. And, and things that you have to be involved with. And right. maybe, you know, maybe if you get to that place where, you know, that's all you do, you don't start in that place. Right. You've got to show yourself faithful. Absolutely. And, and I remember starting off in, you know, in my days of ministry, even though I was you know, doing, you know, ministry as far as a, as a minister, there was a lot of things I did in starting off in ministry that I didn't like at all. Right. I actually directed a daycare <laughs> of 120 <laughs> kids and a bunch of whiny women. Oh no! And, and I directed that for, for years. And I was like, I hate this job. I mean, I don't want, I mean, I love and being able to minister with, as I, that was within the church. So you, oh, yeah, so you yeah, it was a daycare them. in the church and you know, yeah, but we had like 120 kids in that daycare <laughs> and it was, I mean, that church was overflowing with children <laughs> and you always heard kids and smelled them too. And, um, and I was like, you know, this isn't my calling. <laughs> I, this isn't what God's called me to, but for years that I, I did that. And, and I didn't like it. But you know what? That was part of what my assignment was. And you know what? It was such a humbling thing. You know, when a, when a lady didn't show up on her job because she was sick or something like that, and I was like, oh, Pastor Todd, you're going to have to fill in in the nursery today. And I was like, you know, here I am changing poopy diapers of kids. I don't even know who these kids are. And, yeah, it's you know, one thing to change your own kids, yeah, but, but, uh, but another kid, it's, yeah. it's really hard. Or, you know, you've got to be in here with the, with the two-year-olds. I'd, ne- I'd never been married. I'd, I'm like, 
I don't belong here. And but you know what? You're directing this thing. You're you're leading it. You're in charge. And so you've got to become all things to all people. And these are even the little ankle biter peoples. So do you so think I the would Lord... even fix meals? Sometimes I had to. Sometimes I had to be the cook. That's awesome. I remember that. What did you make it? It was something ravioli. No. And uh, but but you know Mac you just cheese. like this is the, I have to do this. Right. I cannot not show up. Do you think the Lord used that to like get some rough edges off you? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And dealing with with attitude. I'm I'm too I'm too good for this. You're not too good for anything. Let me tell you, if you're a servant of the Lord, servants do the most humbling things. Oh, true. And the most difficult things. And in fact, a servant will do what other, what somebody else doesn't want to do. Yeah, they have to. You just, hey, this is your task. Right. And so you've got to be a servant before you you come up and you have others that that are, are helping you in the ministry. If you fall flat on your face and you say, I just don't feel like doing the job. I just don't, you know, I don't like that. That's not that's not what I feel my ultimate calling is. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm still trying to get into my ultimate calling. I've been in ministry for so many years. I'm still I'm still pressing on to to, to get to that place. And, uh, but you know, we just take steps right? and it's, uh, the steps are not always fun and easy. I'm glad we have those times where it's just like, woo, this was wonderful. Yes. I, had a, I had a glorious service last night. It was yeah. absolutely phenomenal. It Presence was. of the Lord, just absolutely, absolutely rich and, 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 and so wonderful. Yes. But you know what? It's, it's not all about just, just spending time in, in a worship service. Right. Right. You know, there's you just got to hit it hard sometimes, and you got to yes. you, you, you're, the hours that you that you put into it, and uh, the 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 sleepless. I mean, I was reading the other day about Paul, all the things that he went through. You know, oh, and man. and and people like, I want to be used by Paul. Are you ready to give this? <laughs> Are you ready to give it in this way? Because the last thing he named was the easiest fastings, and uh, but the other stuff, imprisonments, beatings. You know, um, sleeplessness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The persecution. Are you ready for that? Oh, I want to be. I want to have a major ministry like Paul. Well, you know, you you can't even do the simplest things. Right. And then some would think that you know that being that what Paul went through that obviously he was out of his his season or whatever, you know, because he had it like, well, I mean, you weren't, you doing must be God. sin in your life. Yes. Because of all the, the stuff you had encountered. Yeah. Right. Cause you went through so, persecution and you were left for dead. Yeah. Stoned. You're probably yeah, terrible. Kinds, yeah. Terrible sin in your life. Yeah. And not just one time, like those things, multiple times beaten yeah, and like constantly yeah, whipped and yeah. But people just sometimes are just too soft. Oh yes, definitely. They don't want to. They don't want to put forth supernatural effort, mm-hmm. because and, and not that the supernatural effort comes from you. It's just effort. But but to do things, you have to have the supernatural. You have to have the grace of God, right, to effectively minister, and and to do that, you've got to press into the supernatural. Right, and you do, you don't even come to an understanding of the grace of God until you're in a difficult situation. Until oh, you an know, an impossible mean? situation. Yes, because actually. that's what the grace is for—to do in you what you, what can't you could, do yeah, what you can't yourself. do on your of yourself. That's right. So you don't even get an understanding of some of these things until you're actually 
in difficult situations. So it's like everybody wants to think you're not going to go through difficult things or if you're in faith or, you know, whatever. Uh, well, then, gosh, Paul was never in faith then if you wanted to base it like that then. And yet the greatest <laughs> wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. So obviously, obviously the man had a connection with God that, you know, we see few have. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, not realizing that it's really not until you're, you're, and a lot of it is your flesh being in a difficult situation, which again, going back to includes the way that we think, the way we operate, our mindsets, all of these kind of things, or we bump up against impossible situations because whatever God has called you to, doesn't matter whatever realm, it is impossible. Do you realize if it was possible, that's a man, that's a calling by man, that's not a calling by God. God is the God of the impossible. He's not giving you something that you can just accomplish on your own. He never never intended then 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 there was no no uh reason that he created you with his purpose his purpose involves impossible things and so you're going to have to grab hold of the spirit realm of the supernatural employ that in your life in order to carry out what he has called you to do don't be don't allow people that have not done not been used in supernatural ways to influence you. That is so good. Okay. You can they can be in ministry, but if they haven't if you you can't really see supernatural results, don't follow anything about them. Right. Don't listen to them. Right. They can they can there's a lot, a lot of people nowhere. will say a lot of things. But but and 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 so then people like just like, well, you know what? You you know you really don't have to do too much and you can yeah, just kind of Yeah, excuses for everything. Yeah, it'll you know, it'll just come. It'll it'll just it's it's easy. Just just it'll all come around. And um, you, you know, no if you will follow the pattern of the Word of God, and you'll see what did the apostles go through right. as right. they were blazing the trail. And you say, well, we don't have to do that now. They laid the groundwork. No, I'm going to tell you, there's there's a whole lot more territory to cover now. Yeah. A lot more people to reach. The world actually then was small compared to where we are now. Right. And you can't look. You can't look at what can I do, putting forth a minimal effort that's going to bring forth spiritual results, supernatural results. Right. Oh, I'm going to answer that for you. Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. And you, and then you expect, you know, for you doing, <clears throat> excuse me, a little bit of nothing, that that everybody else, you know, is going to is going to just like, well, they can they can do nothing, and and we're just all a happy nothing family. You know, list, we, we don't really do too much. We're just kind of you know underachievers we're great underachievers and in fact somebody's some some churches probably just ought to be called the assembly of underachieving um our life is very underwhelming yeah because there's there's really nothing happening and you know they'll they'll placate themselves by you know doing doing a little bit of this or something like this or you know going on on a missions trip to paint a roof um or you know something to plant a garden in honduras um, we'll have a spaghetti dinner. Yeah, well, whatever it is. Um, and, and but you don't understand that there is there is so much that God would use in a supernatural way yes. through people who will just read the word and do the word, and and follow that example. I, I heard a story of <clears throat> a missions uh, group, uh, church missions group, who went into communist Russia, actually, and they went there. And I don't know the extent of what their missions trip consisted of or anything like that. But um, they they had they there was a wonderful amount of people that received the Lord, and um, they left them a uh, a Bible, 
in communist Russia and told them to read it and to grow spiritually. And actually, they went back a year later, and there was a church of a 1,000 people, and it was pastored by this one 24-year-old lady. And when they saw this lady, she had been beaten severely. She had a very badly blackened eye. And they, they asked her, you know, why, how did this happen? What happened? And she told them that you know, she'd been repeatedly arrested and she'd been beaten for preaching the gospel. And they apologized to her and told her how sorry that they were, that, you know, that it happened. And she just looked at them very strangely. And she asked why they were apologizing because actually that's what she expected to happen because she'd read this in the book of Acts. And so they were, they were like getting offended because this had happened to them. And she's just like, well, well I, this is what I totally expected would, would take place. I, I read the Bible, and I, I fully expected that if I did this, I would suffer, you know, in, in this way. And they were like, well, you know, that shouldn't be happening. Well, you know what? You have some people who read the Word of God correctly, and they realize this is going to cost me. I've got to be willing to lay down my life to see the desires that God has put inside of my heart come to pass, I've got to be willing to lay down everything. And you know what? I will delight myself in that. Delight yourself in the Lord. Right. And he'll give you the desires of your heart. Right. Not that those desires are always the easy thing. I've got the desire of my heart and the wife that I married. But I want to tell you, marriage takes work. Right. But it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Everything that is worth it in your life is going to cost you something. It can be ever so valuable, but you will continue to pay a price for something that is worth it. That's so true. You'll continue yes. because you've got you've to maintain. You can't just let it go. If right. you go and you buy, a, you buy a, a, a nice house or a nice car, if mm-hmm. you don't maintain things, if there's not work involved that has to be done, right. it'll be worth nothing in very little amount of time. Right. God gives you a ministry. If he were to give some people a ministry with, you know, I believe God's going to use me and I'm going to have a church of 5,000 people. If you were to give them a church of 5,000 people right now, oh my it'd be running 50 people in less than a year. <laughs> right. Because they don't know how to handle it. Right. Because they never pass tests. They're just like, God, just give me everything. You're not ready for everything. You need to go through some tough stuff. Mm-hmm. You need to go through some fire. And mm-hmm. you need to allow the attitude to be burned out of you, the pride to be burned out of you, the excuses mm-hmm. to be burned out of you, the lethargy to be burned out of you. Mm-hmm. Well, there might not be much left. But whatever's left, God can use that little, That'll be pure gold little bit. It'll yes. be something. Yes. So so true. And I'll, I, I'm, I know what we have experience that the, the longer you serve the Lord, the, the higher you go, the more responsibility that's given you. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there's more blessings. There's all of these great and wonderful things, more amazing connections with people, all those kind of things. But there's also a greater price that you pay at the same time. 100%. And that's what you don't recognize. I mean, you don't, you don't know. Like, you wouldn't think that in the natural or whatever, but, but that's, that's what has to happen. And so if you, if you just realize that now and, and it doesn't, you know, again, the beautiful thing about surrender and giving it all to the Lord is then that you, you don't even need to, to worry about like my concern is not like, Oh my gosh, am I going to be okay? No, the, the Lord takes care of everything. Cause I've given it to him. But if I haven't him. given it to him, why would I expect then that I would have his results? Why would I expect that I could have God's very, very best if I haven't even surrendered to him fully? 
Very true. Surrender. <laughs> Surrender it all. Surrender everything. Fun stuff. Keep keep paying the price. Don't yes. come to the end. And don't come to the end of, of what God God promised you and everything like that. Allow God to open the next door. Yes. Before you before you, you run into a wall. <laughs> a lot of times people just oh open the door. Oh, there's a wall there. Okay. Well, that, that's not the door God has for you, okay? Mm-hmm. If it doesn't open into something greater, I would just tell you this. It's not of God. Mm-hmm. If what what you say, this is of God, if it doesn't open into something greater, that's not God. Now, I'm not saying, you know, we left an amazing ministry and everything, but mm-hmm. we didn't feel like, oh, we're being demoted because we're starting a church here. No, this is, this is ex- exploding with what God's wanting to do. Mm-hmm. And God used all of that for us, and we needed all of that experience to be right. able to, to launch this here and to, right. to do what we're doing. And I, I'm, I'm so, we are so thankful to, to doctors Rodney and Adonica Howard Brown mm-hmm. um, for all that was imparted yes, into us. I absolutely. mean, we were there on staff with them and, 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 and everything, you know, and God was using us there in a great way. And, but we were right. receiving, right, constantly receiving and, and never thinking, oh, this is a waste of time. No, it's never a waste of time. We needed everything. The years I had in ministry before that, the years we were on the field and, uh, you know, ministering overseas or ministering throughout the, the United States, we needed mm-hmm. all that experience. The right. years I had at, 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 in, in Tulsa at the church there needed all that experience. The years I had in, in training in Bible college, I needed all that to everything. do what I'm right. doing right now. Right. And you so know what? Trying- we're not done taking steps. We're That's not right. done running the race. Right. And the greatest things are still ahead. Yes. And I believe it's the same way with you. Absolutely. So keep yourself in the fire. Do not allow yourself to get out of the fire. We have to do this all the time. We keep ourselves in the fire so that Absolutely. things that are not of God, they, don't, they, they can't be attached to you then. And even even um, people or distractions or, or things or opportunities that are that are actually not of the Lord, when the fire of God is burning hot in your life, those things you you recognize and they don't attach to you. Yeah. And you and so it's like that that fire keeps everything pure. It, it it keeps burning. It's a protection for you, and it keeps propelling you forth. And so just keep the fire of God burning in your life and everything that is associated with you. Hundred percent. We need a fire burning in this studio. It's cold in here. <laughs> so we're gonna go for now. Praise the Lord. I'm gonna go find a fireplace uh, and sit in front of a fireplace for, uh, for uh, hanging with us and. And listening and just allowing, you know, the Holy Spirit to impart to you. And and we know that he'll keep giving you wisdom. And and um, God has great and amazing things. 2023 is just going to be an amazing year for the body of Christ. The best you've ever We've seen. We've had a lot of, you know, sifting that's taken place and, you know, revealing and, you know, all those kind of things, you know. And really, you know, it, it only makes sense. The, the Lord is cutting off the things that have hindered the body of Christ that have, you know, the things that really weren't so much of him that maybe other people even thought that the hidden things or whatever. I mean, man, now is just the time to like run with the fire of God and be totally unhindered. Like this is going to be an amazing year for the body of Christ. Absolutely. So thanks for listening to the podcast and we pray that you will share this with someone. Yes. Just put it on your social media, share it on Instagram, share it on Facebook, share it on whatever. Yeah. Text the link out. Yeah. Put it on Twitter. Um, just share this, the last day's podcast, 
and, and link up with us. And please be praying for us, okay? Please be in prayer. If you're going to be praying for things, pray for us. We need prayer. Yes. We really, really appreciate it so much. We love you. Thanks again for listening to us. And so from the Holmes's, we, uh, we love you so much. God bless love you. Love you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com and click on Donate to be a part of the Last Day's Army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.